Hello and welcome back to What's on Our Streams. I'm Ryan and I'm joined as always by Bryce. Hello. And today we have a very special episode because we're joined by our first guest, Cloris. Welcome. Hello. That is me, Cloris. Our boss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is I. We brought her on to talk about horror movies because it's the month of October. And I think all three of us, I can probably say that all three of us really like horror movies. But uh, Chloris especially. So Chloris, why don't you tell us a little about about what you like about horror movies and what you like about the genre in general? Yeah. Um. So I've kind of I've always had an affinity uh, for the spooks. Um. Like it, since like a little kid, my favorite movie was Wizard of Oz, which is kind of creepy whenever you think about it, and uh, Sleeping Beauty, which is also kind of creepy when you think about it. So I think there's like a natural transition between like me liking those like kind of creepy kids movies and then like ghost stories and like mythology, mythology, uh, cryptozoology, and then like horror movies when I became like a, a good age for it. Um, but yeah, I just find them really interesting. I can't really pinpoint exactly like a specific thing that I like about the horror genre that I think appeals to me more than other movies. Um, maybe just the suspense. Um, I also have a lot of struggles with anxiety and like I was really scared as a kid so I think that like horror movies have helped me through that um, and they just feel kind of cozy to me too so yeah yeah um, Bryce so I I'd say horror is my favorite genre of movie just because they're the easiest to watch I'd say they're the most entertaining because even if you watch a really bad horror movie you can still get a lot of like fun out of it and so I like the there's a lot of creativity that goes into horror movies, right? Whether it's like the practical effects, the planning, the characters, stuff like that. And the archetypes, those kind of common like denominators and everything. And so I've kind of like fallen in love with the whole idea of the roles that kind of people just get slotted into in horror movies. And they go into that in certain films where they kind of like twist that whole idea. But it really kind of like holds true for most films if you go into it like horror movie wise. There's always those kind of like tropes, like the Chad and stuff like that. And so I, that simplicity and then for people to go and branch out from that is really like, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, I would, I would say so for myself as well. Um, again, like what Clara said, I really like the suspense and everything of it. And I think it's something that I've been like really drawn to recently of like, I don't know, <laughs> like I've been watching more and more of them over the past couple of years than I have ever. And part of that's my age. I'm actually now old enough that it's not going to keep me up at night but if it's good i'd really hope that it would keep me up at night as well so um yeah what do you what do you guys like in a in a really good horror movie i would say for me um atmosphere is really big uh like ambiance so like lighting and like the setting and music or the lack of music at times um yeah so that's something really big for me also like suspense me personally, I don't need to see a lot of things head on for it to be like scary. Um, so like, I don't need to see a full blown cheesy, spooky ghost. If there's like some mystery to it, like uh, or like ambiguity, something happening off screen, that my imagination will take over and that'll ultimately scare me more than anything else. I'm not really big on like excessive or we'll talk about this more <laughs> or jump scares. If there, if it's there, then it needs to be well thought out and like for a purpose. But that doesn't mean that like a horror movie needs to have a, like a good plot for it to be good to me. Like sometimes they're just fun, um, and like that's enough. Yeah, sometimes you're just kind of there for the ride. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um, I think good sound design in a horror movie is extremely important. Quiet Place comes to mind. The lack of music, like you said. As well as effects. I, I'm a fan for, like, I'm a sucker for practical effects. Yes. And so yeah. a good, like, practical effect, like, I know you don't like the, the gore and stuff like that, but, like, a good, like, fake head in a movie mm-hmm. is always really important to me, and that's how I can kind of judge a good horror movie on how well they do their effects. And so, like, Alien, yep. that's a big one yep. for me. Just ripped apart, like, pipes and stuff. Uh, The Thing, which I will talk about later, but that's one of my favorite movies, and it's, oh, yes, so good, so good. Yeah. A lot more of what I consume is from like recent years, but when I can go back and watch a movie that from like the 70s and it still holds up and it still like looks and is like scary because it still looks like it hasn't aged really, is great. That's that's one of the things that when I go back and watch older movies that I really look for, especially in the horror genre, because there are so many from you know, about the 80s. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Some of the best horror movies are the older ones, though. Like, yeah. horror movies nowadays, they're a really hit or miss. Like, there's very few yeah. in recent years that I've been like, yeah, those are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you kind of got to go back to, to find the gold. And I think even, like, the newer ones that I like, they're either, they either fall in that ca- category of, like, not, like, just being fun. Ryan, like you said, like, just, you're just there for the ride. Or they have elements that I can see in, like, older scary movies that I like. Yeah, um, why don't we get into some of the ones that we really like? Um, I've come up with a couple of superlatives that we can give out to certain movies, or just as a starting point to talk about other movies. But like you said, the jump scare has been something that's probably been in horror movies for a while, but is a lot more prevalent recently, and I feel like people rely on it a lot in uh, in movies now. What, is, what about you guys? What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree 100%. They almost use it as a crutch in most bad horror movies. But I believe it can be really, like, tasteful in certain ways. Especially one, like, one that comes to mind, which, do you want me to go ahead and explain my favorite? I know that's on the list. I can yeah, go for it. So, my favorite jump scare ever comes from A Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. Um, you can probably guess where it comes from. The kid on the bridge. It's jarring. Like, you don't expect it to happen, and it just happens, and then you can't go past it. And I think it's really well done because it's not even your typical jump scare what comes out of nowhere. Like it's you're watching the scene, it's more of you're just dying what's about to happen, and then it happens, and then you can't turn back now. And so and then it goes and it fades into the uh, title. And I think that's a really good use of a jump scare in a horror movie that doesn't use it often. And so that's my favorite personally. Of course. Yeah, I have I have a few. So this took me a bit because yeah, generally like my favorite movies don't really have jump scares, but some films that I thought of, so um, It 2017, that movie has, I think, a fair number of jump scares, but I think that they're effective and they fit well, uh, especially with like the whole theme of the movie. Uh, one in particular was like the, the projector scene. I was like, going to talk about this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because like the, so with, with jump scares, I guess like you wouldn't really think that the, it, like the whole idea of the jump scares that there's like no buildup really, it just kind of happens. And that scene, there is a buildup to it. And so, like, even though you think you're preparing for something to happen, it still completely catches you off guard. And I like that because it feels, it's more, like I said, it's more well thought out. And that's what I like about it. Some other movies I thought of were, like, The Ring and Jew on the Grudge. The Ring, the U.S. adaption from 2002, and then the original Grudge, the Japanese version. Uh, Ryan, you were in here when I was looking up this specific scene from The Grudge that I think about often and has like haunted me ever since I watched it. But like, I, I can't remember her name, but 
there's this character and she's like in bed. Yep, and, that's what it is. Yep, yep, yeah, and yeah, it's like under the the blanket, like she lifts up the blanket and like the girl's there. Yeah, that. I, it messes with I almost cursed. Yeah, because that like that scares me. And one other uh, psycho from 1960, his name's Arbogast, his death scene where he's like in the house and you see mother or Norman Bates dressed as his mother walk out with like the knife to like kill him and it has like this bird's eye view and when I watched that I flipped out like I had to like pause it and like rewind it and play it again so I was like that was terrifying and I didn't see it coming and I was just like so blown away by just that artistry I don't know it was great. So kind of going back to It from 2017, yeah. I'm not a massive fan of those movies. Like I think they're really well done. Um, one jump scare that kind of sticks out to me is, do you remember the scene with the leper? Where yes. they're in yeah. the basement yeah, 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 yeah. and then the vomit yeah. and mm-hmm. the music starts flying? So that is like, it's a jump scare for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, it plays on the whole idea of a jump scare. We're making it more comical than anything like that because I do find those movies to be more, they're funnier mm-hmm. than like other horror movies. And so that one, that just kind of popped in my head. I forgot about that for a while. Yeah, there's a lot of like jump scare, jump scares where like, isn't there like a spider, a little Pennywise spider thing at some point that jumps out? I feel uh, like, yeah. yeah. The kid's head. Terrifying. Oh, oh, the kid's head. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like the second one that much. No, the second one's not as good. Yeah, no. <laughs> the acting's better, but everything else is kind of worse. But the first one, I, um, I enjoy it. Right yeah, there. lots of, lots of, like you said, really effective jump scares mm-hmm. in that. Um, what's a movie that like genuinely scared you when you first saw it? Or what's like the scariest movie that you've seen, if you can think of one? I have, okay, so I had a really hard time thinking about like the scariest movie I've seen. Um, a lot of the times the scariest movie that or the movies that scare me the most they may not cross over with like being what i think to be a good scary movie Mm -hmm. they just happen to play on certain things that really scare me but like some good ones that really scare me are like the babadook that one really scared me um hereditary (laughs) that like the 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 piano wire and especially like uh, whenever I can't remember his name, but like when the mother is like on the ceiling and she's like banging her head into like the attic door, I think about that more than I probably should. Um, so I, I would say that that's a pretty effective scary movie. Also, Insidious scared me quite a bit. Insidious is good. Yeah. So for me, uh, not really like the best horror movie, but the first time I saw it, I was not like young, young, but I was younger, was The Visit with Ooh. the fake grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. And it was scary because I live with my grandmother. And so like watching it, I'm like looking at my grandmother. The entire <laughs> time. Um, that one was really scary. Another one is The Host. Um, you probably know which I'm talking about, the Korean film. Oh, uh, yeah. That one scared me a lot. I watched that one really young and it's one of my favorite movies. I should not have watched it when I did, but it, it was scary as a kid because I was like, pollution is bad, <laughs> which is the point of the movie. So, yeah, Clotus is we're on the same level right now because Hereditary and the Babadook are two that immediately come to mind when I think movies that, like really, really frightened me. Um, the original Funny Games. Have you seen that? I've heard a lot about that. It's terrifying. Like, it's, it's it's not, like, scary in a sense that... I don't think of it as scare. I think of it more as it just makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that unsettling horror, and it's really, really good. Like, it's it's a home invasion movie, yeah, but it's, like, 
the home invasion is just like it starts out as just not wanting to not be polite if that makes sense like these two people just come into their house and like start asking for things and start you know acting a little weird and it's like they don't ask them to leave just because they feel like they shouldn't or they want to be polite and are trying to help you know and it's just it's so unsettling and then the conjuring i watched last night over the weekend i kind of noticed this while i was watching it and then was listening to a podcast about it today and they brought it up but this movie is rated r because it's scary it's rated r it's rated r and there's not a lot of blood or gore the language isn't terrible there's not many like suggestive themes or anything it's rated r because it is that scary and like (laughs) Like, you did a good job if they the movie rating board won't give your movie a PG-13 rating because it's too scary. I, wow, okay, The Conjuring scare, did scare me a lot when I first watched it, mm-hmm. but now it's just, like, one of those, like, okay, it sounds weird saying, like, oh, cozy movie to pop on in the background, but, like, that's what it is for me mm-hmm. now. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, I want to watch something, like, just casually and, like, cozy and, like, oh, The Conjuring. But, like, yeah, I, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is freaky. I can definitely see it being, like, a cozy movie, though, because, <laughs> like, like I wasn't scared by it too much. I also split it up over two days, which was not great. I should have just, like, (laughs) sat down and just gotten in the mood for it. But I could... There were a couple of moments that got me. And then, like, I could tell that it's... This is a really well-made horror movie. Even... Like, I can tell that it's not terrible. Like, you know, (laughs) when you see a terrible horror movie, you know that, okay, this is not good. If it scares me, I can, like, laugh it off and be like, ha-ha, this is not good. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta keep those in the same vein as Paranormal Activity, almost. Mm-hmm. Those kind of, like, they're scary, but they're more entertaining to watch. Which, speaking of which, a new trailer for a, another Paranormal Activity dropped. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Which, I did not watch it, but I heard that it looks interesting. I think it's, like, not supposed to be related to, mm-hmm. like, the main storyline. Whatever sto- that is. Storyline, yeah. yeah um, from, like, the original, like, mm-hmm. series, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Another six movies. Another six mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, I think recently Blumhouse and Jason Blum, that's genius. I don't know why no one like before was like, what if I just make a bunch of horror movies and then if one of them hits, it covers the rest of them because they're super cheap to make. And Paranormal Activity was one of them along with a couple others in like 2010-ish. Yeah, they're kind of early. Yeah. Oh, I thought of another movie that's really scary. Um, Have you guys seen It Follows? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That especially scared being a TU. Oh, uh, it... <laughs> Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, but um something that gets me crawling things scare me things running at people scare me and also just whatever the thing is whatever it is and it follows like especially there's like this really really big one Mm -hmm. those yeah things that walk at you just things yeah things that walk crawl run any of those that yeah scary um we've been talking about good horror movies but there's also, I feel like, the same amount. There's probably more bad ones than there are good ones. The stinkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. Um, so what are some really bad one that you, ones that you guys have seen? I want to know the worst horror movie you've ever seen, Chorus. <laughs> okay, so you would think that, that would be easy. But this is also difficult because I'm very picky about what I watch because I don't want to waste my time. That being said, there was a period where I was not like that. 
So the first thing that came to mind was, oh Cats no, I already forgot what it was called. Um, Deliver Us from Evil, was that yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, it has Joel McHale from The Soup in it. Well, he should not have been in it, but like, it's, it's bad. Like, I watched it when it came out, and like, as a 15-year-old, I, I was like, no. And like, I think people have an idea of like, teenagers, like, oh, like, that that's just like a, a teeny bopper movie like you know it's it's you know it's bad no as, as a as a teeny bopper i thought it was awful and like there's a demon in it and like the demon's name is apparently the jungler i thought that it was like something i mean that's stupid but like i thought that it was like trickster which like would have been better and so when i saw it was actually the jungler i was like that's yeah that's even worse arguably um yeah, not good, not good. Also, there's that the curse of Ayalona. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is bad. And as a Mexican American, I'm offended. <laughs> I take personal offense to this. Movie. I take personal offense. Yeah, that especially because Velma, good. Velma is in it. It's also like, uh, related to uh, uh. I can't think of Linda. Linda Cardellini. Cardellini. Uh, yes. Huh. I feel like the Conjuring universe has some. What do you think, Ryan? Um, This is your opinion, Ryan. So I can ruin it. Um, The Conjuring is the only one that I've seen, actually. Uh, Yeah, this was my introduction into it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch any more. Conjuring 2 is good. That's what I've heard. I've heard the second one is also Mm -hmm. good. So maybe I'll check some of them out. Oh, Annabelle sucked. Oh, the Annabelle suck. Yeah. They're so Mm -hmm. bad. And they don't even look like the real doll. It's so bad. Yeah, honestly, they should have made it a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah, Yeah. those things are already unsettling on their own. Yeah. Fun fact, this is kind of derailing a little bit, but my aunt, she collects Raggedy Ann dolls, Mm -hmm. and I completely forgot about that. So I went to visit her a few summers ago, and we were all watching, I think we we watched The Conjuring, and then we watched Annabelle. And um, <laughs> and then like my cousin was like, "Oh, mom, your stupid Raggedy Ann dolls," and she's like, "Oh yeah, they live in the guest room." And I was like, "The guest room?" Because that's where I was gonna be sleeping. Uh, and my sister was in there too. So luckily, I <laughs> so my sister does not like ghost movies or anything like that. She oh, just ghost ghost period. So like after the movie, like. <laughs> Uh, my my aunt would like hide Raggedy Ann dolls around the house. Like my sister walked into the bathroom and she like ran up and like put a Raggedy Ann doll in front of the door. And when she walked out, she saw it. And then apparently, my aunt I was like sleeping on the floor right next to the bed where my sister was sleeping. And my aunt took one of her Raggedy Ann dolls and put it underneath the bed where it was facing. Like if I turned around, I would be facing the Raggedy Ann doll. But then she decided it would be too mean to do to me, so she took it away. But yeah, that's my story. <laughs> Fair enough. There you go. Harry, you have to keep that entire story in. No, you can cut that out. Harry, I want the story in the final cut. Um, yeah, so we talked a little bit about the Conjuring, the Conjuring Cinematic Universe. Um, is there like a movie series that you guys really, really enjoy or that like specifically is your favorite? Because there's a ton of them. I haven't seen a lot. Like I've seen... Like, for instance, like, Halloween, I've seen, like, the first one, and then I saw the Halloween remake in 2018. Um, so there's, like, a lot of series that I've only watched one of, or I've only seen bits and pieces of. I guess that kind of makes me, like, a fake horror fan or whatever. Um, but one that does come to mind is Insidious. I have seen, I think I've seen, like, three, I don't know how many Insidious films there are, like, three or four, something like that. Too many. Yeah, too many. 
but um, the first three that I can remember, I enjoyed those a lot. Uh, also, I think paranormal activity, whether or not you think they're good, they're definitely fun. They're entertaining. They're yeah. a good watch. Mm -hmm. um, even if not like as a whole series, just like individually, sit down with some yeah. friends, put one on. It's good. Mm -hmm. Don't pay attention to the plot. Quotation yeah. marks. You gotta watch all eight of them for the plot. What do you mean? No. Yeah. Um, I have a similar... They like I feel like most of them once they get past like the the second or third one they yeah. get pretty bad. Um, the two that I've watched like all of them again because similar to you I I feel like I've seen a lot of like the first movie and then that's it like I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street I've seen Halloween but I haven't dug any deeper than that. Um, <laughs> the two that I have are um, the Purge if you even want to <laughs> call that horror because I feel like after the first one. It's just like an, a thriller. <laughs> how dare you? What do you mean, how dare I? Talk about those movies on our podcast. <laughs> they are not good. The show is... I haven't seen the show. That, it's oh, like I a, forgot it, the They show. bring it back to the first one. But how dare you bring those movies up? <laughs> how Wait, dare you? But he's They're the fun, host. Though. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. They are... I, I really do enjoy just the, the most recent one, the one that came out this year, was terrible. Anything after the first one was bad. Don't try to defend him. The second one's fun. The second one where it's like actually, like, the concept really pans out of like, you're on the streets and the purge is happening, which is like, makes more sense than like, you're stuck in a house that's heavily guarded and someone's, but I guess that's like the home invasion. They got the genre. budget. Yeah. Um, the other series that I've seen a lot of is Saw. And the first one, you guys have even said that the first one is really, really good. And I feel like people kind of dismiss it because it's been put into this box of, sorry, Harry, torture porn. Um, <laughs> it's okay to say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first, Harry. Um, so I feel like they get thrown into that box. And obviously, as you go down successive movies, it does get more and more into that. But the first one is a really, really good, just like... Um, who's the writer? Uh, Lee Winall was just like, how can I write a movie that takes place in one room? And he did it really, really well. Yeah, I agree. I think the first Saw is pretty good. I haven't seen a lot of them just because, um, I've mentioned this already, I don't like the gore. And in particular, torture porn is what, uh, I do not vibe with at all. Um, the first Saw movie, yeah, is, is very good. Especially, you know, like I said, coming from someone who doesn't like that stuff. Um, I'm looking at you, Saw 3D. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten there yet. No, um, no. They were, they were all on HBO Max, and I kind of went on a binge and watched like I think the first five or six in like a, a couple days. I've heard that like um, there's also those like newer ones. Like I think there's one called Jigsaw, and then there's one mm -hmm. called Spiral. Chris yeah. Rock. Yeah, Chris, Chris Rock. Rock and Chris Rock and lead a Spiral. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, have either of you seen it? No. Oh dang yeah. it! <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get that far. I it was a to, big release, though. I wanted to, you know, understand the lore. Understand the lore. It gets ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Jigsaw dies like eight different times. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to bring up one of my favorite horror movie series that just like popped into my head, mm -hmm. which is not a good series by any means, but it is one of my favorites, and it is the Evil Dead series. Oh yeah. S specifically the originals. Mm -hmm. Those are amazing movies. Have you seen them? No, I can probably watch these. Okay. They're not like the torture porn, like mm -hmm. you guys are saying. They're hilarious. The first one, okay. they take themselves kind of serious, but after that, it is out. Like, they just do not care anymore. 
The second one, the first like 15 minutes is just him remaking the first one, but with a different tone. Yeah. <laughs> huh. um, Chainsaw hand included. Yeah, I have I not seen the third one. The third one is the best one. Army I, of Darkness, I believe. I feel really bad about it. It's because I watched the first two, and then I watched them with my roommates, and then pandemic happened, and I went home. And I never got a chance to watch the third one with them, so I just never did. But yeah, the first the first two I really, really Amazing. Enjoyed. And so basically, here's how it goes. First one, really creepy horror movie about like demons possessing a group of teenagers, right? Very cheap, just kind of balling on a budget. I think it was just like $15,000 was like the budget in this random cabin. Uh, second one, they had a budget. And so they were like, okay, we're going to make it funny. So we're going to redo the entire first movie in the first 15 minutes, and then we're going to make it hilarious. Third one, he goes back to like medieval times with a chainsaw hand and a shotgun and he's like a king and he's fighting off an army of darkness. And that's how the movie series go and it works perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's like smooth. It doesn't like feel disjointed. It just happens and you're like, okay. Interesting. You know, that reminds me like thinking of other horror movie series that I haven't watched that I should. Um, I want to watch more of the Alien movies. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Alien, and that's it. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, yeah. Really, the, the thing that's standing in my way, which is a really stupid thing to stand in my way, but it's how long it is. Like, the, <laughs> the second one's, the second one's like, two and a half hours, and then I think, like, all, I think most of them are over two hours long, which is, like, really intimidating, but also I rewatch the Harry Potter movies, like, constantly. <laughs> so, I really just need to dive in at some point. I feel kind of bad that that's, because I feel like that's, like, right up my alley. Like, yeah. I know I'm going to love them. I just haven't gotten around to it. Oh, uh, I just... Okay, so this is another kind of off-topic thing. Um, but uh, I was looking up jump scares earlier because I couldn't think of any. And I found this list of the best jump scares. One of like the top jump scares was if you've seen Fellowship of the Ring, when... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, talking about yeah, the Bilbo. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I'm gonna throw that in there as one of the best jump scares because that, that's a good point. Like that scares me every time I watch it. Yeah. The filter that they just threw on him. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Which it's <laughs> it's not like it doesn't look terrible. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it is. So I'll give them that. It works. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. Is there a certain type of horror movie that you guys really like more than others like there's the haunted house there's some demon possession there's found like footage. a home found footage a home invasion movie is there something that you guys particularly like no you both look nice so i'll go first i yeah i'm pretty i have pretty broad interests i do like the traditional like haunted house i like some like more psychological thrillers or psychological horrors whatever i like oh i like aliens and like space yeah space stuff is really really scary <laughs> yeah that's that's all i got right now yeah i'll agree with you on some of those so i'm not a huge fan of the haunted house like ghost story genre like they're cool sometimes but like i'm a sucker for practical effects like i said and kind of like monster movies and so mm, yeah. something that's like oh they knocked over a bookcase towards me it's like okay that's scary but i want to see it and so like my like i'm a sucker for like found footage is really fun because yeah. you can see the monster sometimes within reason like Blair Witch. Um, you don't see the monster in that, but they kind of play around with the idea that you see it. Mm-hmm. The thing. Yeah. I know we wanted to talk about that. That's a really good one because they don't hide it from you. They just like it's very much yeah. kind of that. One of the few like super like gore movies that does it really well. 
So just kind of like those monster movies, stuff like Lovecraftian horror. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun to play with, kind of that cosmic horror. So that's kind of like my my area. Yeah, side note, um, Blair Witch Project, one of my favorite movies. So good. The original? Yeah, the original one. The yeah. new one's not bad either. I haven't seen it. It's not bad. They do a lot of, it's really confusing, but oh it's boy. not bad. Yeah, I watched it for the first time a little bit ago, and it's one of those ones where, like, thinking back and, like, the looking back at, like, when it was released and stuff, that must have been horrifying. (laughs) Like, and, because, like, people didn't know if it was real or not walking out of the theater, Mm -hmm. and, oh my goodness. Yeah, I, like, I watched a whole video digging into, like, marketing of the movie and how much went into it and the fact that those actors just, like, haven't done anything. Like, it's just, oh, it's, it blows my mind. That whole campaign is just, yes, amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. really well done. Something yeah. that probably couldn't happen today. <laughs> yeah. So a movie that reminds me of that. So that is kind of, like, the whole idea that the story of the movie is better than the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Have either of you seen The Rise of Leslie Vernon? Like behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Burnham. Look it up and look at the screen for this movie, the poster. So I've discovered this movie a probably a year ago now, and it is a documentary, a mockumentary style movie set in a world where like your favorite horror movie killers are real, like Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger are all real, and they're kind of like local like urban legends. Mm-hmm. And oh. it's about a guy who basically is aspiring to be a serial killer, one of the greats. And it is a comedy, and it is amazing, because it's about this crew, and they're following him, and he's like, so this is kind of like the bait and switch, so I'm gonna, this is my lead, and he's like, you have to find a final girl, and she has to be a virgin, and you have to keep her alive, and so they're just gonna be like, oh, okay, okay, and he's like, now you gotta scare her, and so he walks up, and he just like murders someone in the middle of the scene, and they're like, oh, he's for real, and he's like, and that's how you get them in, and it's amazing, it's so funny, like, if you, you guys need to watch this movie. That's insane. <laughs> it's such a good movie, and it's hilarious. And like you, I was kind of saying, it gives you this sense of being real because no one in the movie like has made anything else for the most part. They're very small actors, and there, there was plans for a sequel that never got made. And so it's this kind of like standalone thing, and you watch it, and you're like, that's hilarious. And I could totally see someone be like a film student be like, I'm going to film this guy as he goes and becomes a serial killer. Um, I I totally forgot about this. So I like, I don't know if I really call them like, I guess like period pieces. So I'm thinking of The Witch mm-hmm. or kind of controversial, but The Village. Yes. Yeah, like A period piece, but what period? Yeah, but if, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Also, Science is a good movie. Science is good. Thank, thank you. Thank Science you. is good. Shyamalan is a mess. Yes, he is a Shyamalan mess. Shyamalan is a mess. Yeah. Old was not good. Yeah, I could tell from the trailer. I liked it it the first time I watched it. The second time I watched it, I'm like, oh, no, he's creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it it makes you uncomfortable. Okay. And not in a good way. Not like the Midsommar way. Brian, did you say your favorite Stephen movie? Let's hear. No, I agree with you guys mostly. I feel like recently, and I'm not exactly sure why, but I feel like body horror has, like, is calling to me. Calling to you. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Take a big step back there, man. <laughs> Explain yourself right now. Um, I don't know. It's just something that I've kind of dipped my toe into. Like, I watched Videodrome and Possessor, Brandon Cronenberg's second movie came out, I think, last year sometime, and I really liked that. And then recently, Raw and Titan, the two films. Cloris is shaking her head now. <laughs> Cloris, have you seen any of these movies? Yeah. I have uh, heard quite a bit about Raw. I don't like, yeah, I don't like torture porn. I don't like body horror. I'm, I, I can, there's certain things in the body horror genre I can handle. 
but yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Yeah. Um, I think it can be good within reason. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like the I, thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing. I think. I think it's just. I think I'm just gonna try and explore, especially Cronenberg, because I think mm-hmm. he's probably Amazing. the master yeah, of I'll that. Yeah, Cronenberg. He's yeah. really good. So I feel like I'm just gonna try and dive into more of his films and mm-hmm. people. Try and seek out ones that do it well and aren't yeah. just tortured mm-hmm. porn or gory just for the sake of it. Yeah. Are you a reader, Ryan? No, not really. No, not. Dang it. Okay, never mind. This Why? podcast is based on not reading books. So, okay. You're specifically to go against your podcast. Listen, it's not even a podcast. Whoever's podcast it is. Sarah's. Why? I, I, I'm trying to read more. So, if okay. you have a recommendation, so, please. Yeah, so uh, this is... <laughs> if you're looking into, like, body horror, there is this author, Nick... Cutter. Um, I think that's how you say his last name. It's spelled like Cutter. Ironic. Um, but yeah. So there's The Troop, which is pre- a pretty popular mm-hmm. book, and a lot of people say that it's gross, and it's just like just a bunch of body horror, and I want to read it, So, but I'm kind of scared. <laughs> so if you want to read it first, and then tell me how it is. There's also The Deep, which I think mm-hmm. I know also has body horror. That's his thing. And that one I think I might read because from what i i've seen it's not as extreme as the truth but yeah that's my two two cents cents. yeah Yeah. my two cents yeah i don't know i've i've never been one for like reading especially horror i feel like it's harder to scare in book form Mm -hmm. but i don't know i don't read i don't read enough (laughs) (laughs) i definitely watch a ton more movies than i do read Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah i would definitely check that out ryan when was the last time you read a book on your own um and finished it finished it and not oh, for class God. over the summer i've started trying to read books that are movie or movie related so i read silence which is the book that martin scorsese's silence is based off of mm-hmm. really really good it's a little dry just because it's a lot of historical things of like oh this happened on this day and we were trading uh wheat for this many whatever the japanese currency was in the 1600s and stuff like that really good though yeah yeah, it's boring because that's what he does, right? And then I'm on my way through Dune. I'm about halfway into it. You won't do it. You won't finish it. Yeah. I'm Don't trying. act like you will, Ryan. I'm We've trying. had this conversation yeah, already. I know. I know. Well, um, school is kind of not helpful, but anyways. It's been like three years. Back since to I've horror read movies. <laughs> is there anything you guys have watched recently? Like, it's October, so I feel like. I'm trying to watch more scary movies. Are you guys doing the same? Yes. Yeah. I had full intentions to like, like I'm going to watch a scary movie every day. But that's kind of hard to do whenever you have film classes. So, but yeah, it's definitely, I'm definitely going to be marathoning some movies here in the next couple of weeks as we get closer to, or next days, I guess, as we get closer to Halloween. Recently, so I watched Halloween from 1978 for the first time a couple weeks ago, and I really enjoyed that. Like, I had a fantastic time it's certain slasher films it they're really hit or miss for me like i like scream but yeah halloween was just yeah a plus a plus last night i also watched cabin in the woods amazing yeah <laughs> uh which yeah coming from someone who doesn't like or not or not watch it that way no. Uh, but what it was, did you <laughs> say? Okay. that's kind of what the movie did to me i thought it was very good it, it's been recommended like just a ridiculous amount to me because everyone says it's fantastic um and i do like how meta it is and i really liked marty this shaggy character the um, best character i pretty that i was like 
okay, he's he's gotta survive what Phillip and technically he does. Spoiler. Um but an argument could be made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had to look away, but not enough to where it ruined them for me. Like I still had fun. But it was just like so intense that I probably but yeah. I appreciate it. So yeah. I would say that the second time you watch it it's a lot more comical because i know what you're saying it is very bloody like they just like throw blood yeah. across the screen <laughs> yeah and the second time you watch it it's like okay that's hilarious because they just it's all practical effects for the most part like the boxes and stuff like that oh so they yeah. just like open an elevator and then just like shot blood out of it it's like okay that's how they did that scene and it's hilarious when you think about it because <laughs> these people are just sitting there like all right let's go and then they just shoot blood and they're like mop it up and let's do another take <laughs> Oh, yeah, and Chris Hemsworth accent popping out sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It was before your story, we're fine. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually had a conversation about that movie. That was, so that was in, like, production, like, purgatory for, like, three years. Huh. So it came out, it was filmed before he was Thor, or even signed on to be Thor, but it came out the same year as Thor. Yeah. And so people went from knowing him as Thor to that, where he's, like, not the best in it. And so it's an interesting, like, take to see how much he evolved over those three years in between. And so that's just kind of like interesting take on that. Yeah. I also watched um, The Ghost of Mr. Chicken recently. That's from 1966. It has, you guys know Don Knotts from No One's Seen? No? All right. Well, he like, he walked so Mr. Bean could run. What? Okay. Or skip, whatever you want to say that <laughs> Mr. Bean does. Um, but he, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's an experience. Um, definitely some quotable moments, but yeah, uh, on, I haven't watched this recently, but I I want to bring it up because I haven't mentioned it yet, and I will be watching it soon. Mm -hmm. Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good one. I'll be watching that soon. Um, so many spinoffs of that one too, though. There's yeah. been a few. Yeah. Uh, TV show. I've heard the TV shows go mad. Fickleson. Yeah, amazing. I. What was the name of that one? The the chicken one. Oh, uh, the Ghost of Mr. Chicken. That. Sounds awful. So it's okay. Yeah, it is kind of bad. <laughs> it's pretty much there's this little scrawny Steve Buscemi looking. That's what it's Don Knot. Um, he's a journalist and he's like really big scaredy cat. And he's gonna have like his I guess big break by doing a story on this haunted house. And it doesn't go well, obviously, because he's Mr. Chicken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. It's very lighthearted. I see where you're going here. Something that you would watch with your family, like something that maybe your grandparents would force you to watch. So that's what happened to me. <laughs> but there were like some quotable moments that I was like, okay, that's my, that's, I'm adding that to my list of personality traits. There you go. <laughs> so not to derail us here, but what was your guys like the movie that stands out? It's a kid's movie. It can be like supposed to be scary or not that like was horrifying to you as a kid. Well, not to like. <laughs> jump in there but i had a similar question mm, okay. of i feel like everyone has a movie that they saw way too young yeah and specifically horror yeah. or scary in some yeah. way so i was curious what that movie was for you guys okay so same because i feel like I it's a similar same, question, same question. Just, yeah, just worded better because he's the host yeah. <laughs> i had a lot yeah uh night of the living dead it's a good one i rewatched that like last year which is probably not good to do in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> but i watched it and i was just like so depressed and so scared afterwards i was like reliving my childhood um but it's just genuinely scary also um the fourth kind i didn't watch it all the way through i still haven't watched it but like my <laughs> uh my older sister was playing it 
and I sat there and was like watching it and I started crying and I had to turn it off and it started like this whole thing for like a week where I was just like terrified of aliens <laughs> yeah so that like traumatized me I, I watched Saw 3D when I definitely should not have watched Saw 3D ever there's like one other that I can think of that like oh The Exorcist yeah I just like I got up and left the room. <laughs> that was it for a lot of people in the exorcist. Yeah. I watched that recently and I was like, I can't imagine being in the theater and seeing this because there weren't many movies like that yeah. out at the time and it must have scared the crap out of oh, people. Oh yeah. Yeah. My oh, grandma my said my grandma said she still can't watch it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the one I watched too young was I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jeepers Creepers. Oh, oh yeah. I watched those when I was like eight. Which is not a good age to watch them, but those are some of my favorite movies. Oh, and... my sister had, yeah, my sister watched that when she was really young too, and it, it traumatized her. That's oh, they're funny. traumatizing, but they're yeah. really good. <laughs> and they just released a third one like a few years back, I believe. Yeah. So, but those are some of my favorite movies, and I watched those way too young. Kind of the same, like I mentioned earlier, The Host. I watched that way too young with my grandmother, and I just didn't understand it, but like, it's scary. Mm -hmm. I have more lighthearted answers than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, the two that come to mind for me are Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, specifically the end. Oh, um, uh, yeah. When it gets a little bit darker. Yes. <laughs> um, I think I probably watched it right when it came out, so I must have been four, five. And then Monster House. <gasps> yep, that oh, was online. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Monster House got me, I think. <laughs> I loved that movie, but it, yeah, it's it scary. scared me. Yeah. Especially at the end when the house gets blown up and it becomes yeah. like just spike monster. Also, like when you, when they go into like the back. So like some things that scare me a lot are just things that make me really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So like when they're talking about like the whole backstory of the house and like the dude's, what was she, like his, his wife yeah. or whatever, that made me so uncomfortable. Like, I think that scared me more than like any, like the house being like, yeah. So what I'm understanding is you're scared of skinny white dudes because Steve Buscemi is in that and you already described him as one of the horror movies you're talking about. <laughs> no, I love he's, him. He's really good in that one too, though. Listen, he's just a really good actor. You, you guys seen Spy Kids too? Uh, yeah. yeah. The best yep. quote in cinematic history. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. <laughs> yes. Please tell me you know the quote, Ryan. No, I don't. You do not. I can't. I've seen it. It's such a good one, and I can't, being honest, I can't remember exactly it's how it goes. It's something like, um, do you think God, do you think God stays in heaven because he too is afraid of what he's created or something Yeah, it's something like that along is... those lines. And Harry's going to pull that out and just have that, like, as his ringtone, you saying that now. <laughs> do you think God, do you too, stays in I'm going to look up the exact wording of that. Well, now we need it now. It's more important than horror movies. The, oh my gosh, when you look up Spy Kids 2, the second suggested search is God Quote. Yes, because it's, it's what everyone <laughs> Oh, wow. I, th I got it like, yeah, do you think that God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he has created? Yeah, you almost got a word for word. Yeah. That's impressive. Uh -huh. I couldn't have done that because I did. Yeah, that's a good movie too. Not a horror movie. Yeah, no. Still a little scary <laughs> at points. The like snake dinosaur thing that they have was interesting. Also, wait. Are the skeletons? The skeletons are in that one. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was a scare. I forgot about that. That was scary. Yeah. Because they like pick something up and the skeletons come along. Yeah. Got, like, those, like, swords. It looks like trash, but it's good. <laughs> I tried to finish as many horror movies as I could this weekend in preparation for this podcast. As I mentioned, I watched The Conjuring. 
I watched your next. Really good one. Yeah. Really good one. It was good. I'm not <laughs> a fan of that one. Don't you? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm, I don't think it was bad at all. I really like Adam Wingard's films. Have you seen The Guest? I've not seen The Guest. The Guest is really good. Like, okay. I feel like he took all the things that worked really well in your next and then put it in The Guest. Okay. Yeah. See, so I'm a fan of the more like funny kind of satire horror movies. Like, I know the other night I watched Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Oh, yeah. Which, <laughs> have you seen it? No. It's hilarious because it's kind of a play on like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but Shaun of the Dead, which is like how they describe the movie. Very funny. That one and Ready or Not. Did you watch Ready or Not? Came no, out a few years I've ago. heard it's really, really good though. It's amazing. Yeah. Just hide and go seek. But if you like lose, you blow up. Yeah, it's hilarious. I think you'll really like the guest. Though. I'll have to watch. I think the it's guest. on Netflix. Because that's the, your next kind of reminds me of Ready or Not. That kind of same feel to it's, it. I guess. Yeah, it's got that same. It's got that same kind of feel. It's yeah. about I think this family. Their brother is in the military. They're like older brothers in the mm-hmm. military. And this guy comes to their house, played by Dan Stevens, yes. who is like supposedly knew him and just kind of like invades their lives while also like killing a bunch of people. Yeah, it's, that's interesting. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, I'll check um, that out. I really enjoyed it. Adam Wingard is also someone who's really likes his style. I, yes, you could probably tell from your next. But yeah, yeah, I really I'm starting to really like him as a filmmaker. Controversial, but I really like his Death Note adaptation. It's not bad. Um, I also watched a Little Shop of Horrors this weekend. Oh, such a good one. I watched that one. Yeah. Wait, like the original. Yeah. Wait, is there a remake? Is there like a newer version? They're working know. on a remake. Oh, no. I don't know. The play? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not one for musicals, but I really had fun with it. It was um, really good. Yeah. And the practical effects. Yeah, yeah. Just giant puppet. Really and there's also multiple job. endings to that one. Really it's one of the first ones that has multiple endings. One ending yeah. is the good ending where he kills the plant, and the other one's where the plant eats the planet. Yep, I remember that. And they released it. Didn't they release that one? I believe that one was one of the big ones that they released in theaters with the different endings. And so depending on what theater you went to, you got a different ending. Really? Because some <laughs> people would come and be like, that was crazy. The world got destroyed. And they're like, what? I did not know that. Because I didn't know about it until I had seen both versions. Yeah. So, yeah, this... There's that little story for you, a little tad bit of information. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this now. I watched <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Yes. The <laughs> uh, early 2000s live-action one. James Gunn's best film. Yeah, I didn't realize, I, I always associated James Gunn with this movie, but I didn't realize that he only wrote it. Yeah. He didn't direct it. Um, He's so tied into it, though, that it doesn't matter. Yeah. I love how much of like a snapshot this is of early 2000s actors. Yes. Because... All of them were like really, really big right then and have gone Never absolutely again. nowhere. <laughs> I, I mean, Linda Carlini's kind of had a comeback, and Matthew Lillard is Matthew my hero. Matthew Lillard still works. He yeah. is my yes. hero. He is that movie is what made him shaggy because yep. yeah. he's been shaggy ever since yep. in every single media, mm-hmm. like form of media. Yeah, and yeah, it's amazing. Sure. Both of them, too. They're both good. Like, the sequel is not as like clean, but it's still good. The, uh, are, you ta- um, are you talking about the uh, like Monsters Unleashed? I think yeah, that's what it's Monsters called. Yeah. Unleashed mm-hmm. with the, the pterodactyl monster yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The animated Scooby Doo movies, some of them are also really very good. good. Yeah. Like um, Alien Invaders one, mm-hmm. Zombie Island is really good. Yeah. yeah. With the cat people or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> um, those are the old ones too. I I think of uh, the new ones as well. Like there's yeah. some really good new ones. And 
Oh, The Witch's Ghost. The Witch's Ghost one. is good. I think it's interesting how much like crossover properties they have now, like with WWE <laughs> and like Kiss. And those yeah. are either. Oh, oh, Kiss. Have you seen the um? Have you seen the Batman one? Yes. Oh, I've seen yeah. The Robin one. Yeah. Love that one. It's Always hilarious. Watched that a ton as a kid. And it they just work. It's such a. It could go with anything for the most part. It's yeah. just like okay, yeah. I know from from reading that the Scooby Doo movie was originally supposed to be rated R. It was rated yes. R. I noticed it especially this time on this watch. Yeah, like yeah. it was filmed that way too for the most part. They had was to, it really? They had to like edit out cleavage in that movie. Yeah, yeah, I think you, yeah, you can definitely you can tell. It, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> It feels a, greasy. It does. It feels very greasy, yeah. But that's like the beauty of the movie as well. It's Scooby-Doo, and that's what Scooby-Doo should feel like, is that kind of greasy, because it is that kind of weird, like, grimy movie. I feel like you don't pick up on it as a kid as much, no. but then that also means that, like, you just enjoy it as a kid because it's Scooby-Doo, but, like, then as an adult, you enjoy it because you're like, what is this? <laughs> the characters, all of them, they're, like, all, like, innuendos and stuff as well. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, some of the comments that they made, I was like, oh my goodness, I yeah. can't believe this is in the It's a kid's movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. And that and that still, James Gunn, even now, like, most people recognize him from Marvel, but, like, he is gruesome with what he does, and, like, his comedy is dark. Yeah. And it is that kind of greasy comedy, which it works very well, especially in a Scooby-Doo setting, because all those, I give that movie, like, 100% to the actors, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. they are all amazing. Freddie French Jr. and all of them. And it was a lot of the chemistry on set. Like, I believe most of them are still friends. Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. are married. Yeah. Yes. They're still married, yeah. yeah. I know they're married, and I think they're all still kind of close with, like, Matthew Lillard and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And really, Matthew Lillard is kind of the one who came out on top of that movie, I'd say. Probably. Just because people associate that with him now. Which, he kind of dropped off very quickly after that movie. Like, going back, I, I rewatched Scream this weekend. I know I'd kind of mentioned earlier, and he's really kind of the top, like, he's the highlight of that movie. Cause, like, the, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. Lines like that are amazing, and then you think of that compared to, like, Shaggy, and it's like, you can see where it kind of correlates, and yeah. it's so <laughs> You, you well can done. see how a casting director watched yeah. that and was like, that's Shaggy. That's Shaggy he, right he, there, he, yeah. He is, he's literally just Shaggy. And I he think... can play any character, too, though. Like, he can be, yeah. like, arrogant and, like, kind of dumb. Yeah, I, um, I don't know what was making me think about Matthew Lillard the other day, but I was thinking about him, and I was like, I need a baseball movie starring Matthew Lillard as, like, a pitcher who's, like, way past his prime. Yes. That would be amazing. I know. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> like, I just thought of it, and I was like, this is a pitch. Someone Make needs to make this, please. Matthew Lillard will do it. And, he, like, the stuff he does now, like, the last thing I saw of him, like, and it wasn't even a movie. It was, like, him opening a box for, like, Dungeons and Dragons, like, 5e or something like that and reviewing it. He was in She's All That, which came onto Netflix. Oh, I heard about that. Because he's in he's that? In, well, he's in He's All That. Yeah. And, yeah, I guess he's in this one, too. I okay. Haven't, I haven't seen it. But, yeah, I okay. remember hearing that he was in that. That's interesting. I'll have to check it out now because I'm a fan of his. He's it's probably great. not good. But, <laughs> but Matthew Lillard can fix anything. I think, speaking about Matthew Lillard, I know that there's some rumor about him and the other dude in Scream. Uh, Skeet Ulrich yes, or whatever? Yes, Skeet. <laughs> like, they teased, like, possibly being in 
like the the new one coming out. I think it's cool. Well, Skeet is dead in those movies. Like I don't know if they, you've seen those in a while. Well, he yeah. gets popped. Well, yeah, they they like that. That's the thing because people are like, oh, I, I, the the baby, they're still alive. And I guess Sue like, is alive though. I guess they actually did like an interview with both of them, and they like this like headline literally says like. They're like arguing about whether Stu and Billy are still alive. Yeah, and then, like, I saw that. Teasing about like possible sequel return. Like, so I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But I also was looking at like the main Scooby gang. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that, except for. They have aged like fine wine. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they could make another one today. They could. I think they should. <laughs> Linda Cardellini, she hasn't been in like a lot of uh, any horror movies really besides. The course of the curse of La Llorona, which I think we don't talk about. We it. don't talk about it. That, that, that doesn't exist. Cut it out. She's, um, she's never been in a horror. Any movie because that was the same year as the new Pet Cemetery, and eh? those just seem to be like deleted. <laughs> um, she but, is like, fantastic in Freaks and Geeks. Oh, which yes. is before yeah. this. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't seen Freaks and Geeks, oh my goodness, it's yeah, so good. But like, I think it's interesting that uh, I mean, Sarah Michelle Gellar. She's been in a lot of scary movies. Matthew Lillard has actually been in surprising amount of scary movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Freddie Prince Jr. I mean, he was in. I know Eden last summer with Sarah Michelle Gellar. So I think that, like, I don't know. It's just interesting to see like how these actors like fit so well and like. I mean, this was like around the same time that they probably got casted for Scooby Doo. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when they were doing these. You can definitely hit see the scary correlation. Movies. Yeah, definitely. I have a couple more movies that I watched. Not this weekend. Well, this weekend, but also recently that were scary that I just wanted to mention quick. Last night I watched Demonic, which had been on my radar, but I hadn't actually seeked it out yet. It was made by Neil Blomkamp. Do you guys, I love are you guys aware of him? Uh, yeah. Love Blomkamp. Have you seen uh, Oak Studios volume? My answer is yes. I was like, whatever your question is, besides Elysium, which is... Oats. Or it's, is it Oat Studios? Volumes? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. production studio that made a bunch of short films. Yeah. Amazing. Both um, volumes. I am here for everything that he makes. This movie got terrible reviews, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know why. I haven't seen <laughs> well, this one. Let me uh, rephrase. Demonic? I do know why. <laughs> the script was not great, and the actors were not great. But I had fun. Like, I always enjoy watching his movies. Mm-hmm. Like, people hate Chappie. I love it. Chappie's pretty good. Does he it have that one guy in it? The guy who's in everything? Charlotte Copley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's he's not in this movie. He's not in it? No. That's surprising for Blomkamp. There is a guy that looks surprisingly like him. Really? <laughs> yeah. See. But yeah, I was exposed to him through District 9. Everyone is, was. Um, I want a 10. District 10, come on. Yeah. It's it's in production? I don't think it's ever going to get made. I think it's done. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I really hope so, though. Because um, he loves his sci-fi and special effects. Yes. Yeah. That's me. Like, give yeah. me more. Yeah, I just wanted to air out that people hate on him, but... Amazing. He's so good. He makes some good movies. Even this was, like, concept-wise, was, like, interesting. And, Mm -hmm. um, again, special effects was a heavy part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Lamb. There's there's a couple horror movies that are coming out in theaters right now. Halloween Kills. I don't think anyone was... I have not seen it. ...saw it. I'm not super interested in seeing it. It's getting kind of review-bombed, I believe. Really? I've heard it's good. I think people are just like critics don't like horror movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've heard from some like horror buffs that I follow online that like they really like it, even if they haven't like one person they don't they don't really like Halloween that much and they don't particularly care for the twenty eighteen remake, but they really liked Halloween Kills. I guess it 
I guess it's not really a remake. It's just that mm-hmm. it has like the same. It's a sequel, yeah. Yeah, just that they took the name again. This but... one is. I've heard it's a filler. Like it. Yeah. The beginning is just picking right off, and it ends. It just kind of cuts, and not like, all right, get yeah. ready for the next movie in a year. Yeah, it's just like pure slasher film. Yeah. Halloween ends coming up. <laughs> Real creative in the naming department. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How was Lamb? Don't expect a horror movie. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, we've talked about this yeah. in the last episode, mm-hmm. I believe. We went um, to Lamb. Maybe I don't. I, I, I believe don't we went to Lamb. We talked bit. about it. While we were it wasn't recording or while we weren't. But yeah, it yeah. was. It wasn't a horror movie. It's definitely a mood piece that's just like if you want to watch a family live their life in a, on a farm, on a sheep farm in Iceland. With a sheep person. With a, yeah. I mean, they kind of show you in the trailer that there's a sheep person. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a long hour and 45 minutes, but it was good. Okay. I don't think it was bad. But it was not what I was expecting. The other film that I saw was Titan, which is Julia Du... I'm not going to try and say her last name. <laughs> French last names trip mm-hmm. me up. I still won't say Denise's last name because yeah. I have no idea how to say it. But anyways, this is her follow-up to Raw. It won the Palme d'Or. Mm-hmm. It's French's... It's, it's France's selection for the Oscars. Really? Okay. Which is super interesting. A horror movie at the Oscars. It's... It walks the line of horror movie. I know you mentioned that before. Yeah, it's it's a thriller, but it also has heavy, heavy body horror elements. And body dysmorphia is definitely, like... Her thing. The the main... Well, it's the main theme and, like, Mm -hmm. the main point, more or less, of this movie. Yeah. Along with identity and other things. But um, it's really... It's good. I can't see... A bunch of Oscar voters yeah. watching it. And, Whoa, um, what a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I can't see them watching it and then saying, yes, this is the best international feature or even best picture. I can't, I don't think we live in a world where that's going to happen. Yeah. But <laughs> Oscars are going to Oscar. So. We'll, yeah. we'll find out. <laughs> um, we'll have that podcast when we get there. Yeah. I was stupid and thought Antlers came out this weekend, which I was excited for. And but you oh, got me so that. confused. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't come out for two weeks. It comes out the same weekend as Last Night in Soho, which is another oh. horror movie, which I'm super excited for. I'm watching Antlers over it. <sighs> I actually need him to... I'll watch both well, though, again, the... but I'm watching Antlers first. <laughs> oh my you can't see, but they were just staring at each other. I'm watching <laughs> Antlers over it. I've been waiting for Antlers for two years. I'm going to watch this movie and I'm going to enjoy okay, it. Okay, but Edgar Wright hasn't made a movie since Baby Driver. And movie. Baby Driver was good. Yeah. I don't need anything else from him. I, I will watch it and I will watch movies. it happily. And then, but first I'm going to watch Antlers. I need as many movies as Edgar Wright will make. Uh, to be. How many more does he have in him now? I think he's got like two or three left and then he's out. No. I think, I think he's, he's done. I think he's going to keep making movies until, I don't know. I think he's tired. <laughs> Those bricks are getting longer and longer, Ryan. Don't, don't, don't feed me doubt. Okay, Ridley I, Scott made two movies this year, and it has like three more in production. And he's a hundred like, years old. Yeah, he needs to stop because they're both bad. These are the takes that I have to deal with. <laughs> I do not like Ridley Scott. I like some of his movies. You can just do what I do, which is just zone out. Yeah, I just, I just let him just let him give his hot take. Disassociate, and then yeah, just dissociate. dissociate See, just then... imagine when it's just me and him on the podcast. He has to talk to me about it, um, or no. we don't have a podcast. This is why you want. This is why you want guests. That's yeah, exactly why I want This is what we want Harry on. <laughs> Harrison. Um, Harrison. Harrington. Before we wrap up, 
Um, I saw news this morning that a bunch of Marvel movies got delayed. <laughs> wow. Again. Yeah, like all of them. From, <laughs> like all of them that were supposed to be released post-2022, or in post-2021. So 2022 and 2023 Marvel movies all got delayed anywhere from two to six months. Oh, no. I'll have to look this up. I and I was, like, I was like, I really don't care. <laughs> like, I do care. Well, I'm, I like those movies. Well, I do, too. But they were so far out that I was like, I'm, they're not even on my radar. Yeah. You like, do realize we're pushing the end of October, right? What do you mean? Those are not so far out. Next no, year. I, I know. But we have so many, like, coming up. Yeah. Like, we two. have Spider-Man like, in December and Mo- Morbius. Yeah, Eternals January. before then. And Eternals in November, yeah. In like, yeah, like two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting ready for that one. That one's gonna be a good one. I'm excited. It's the second longest Marvel movie, and I'm gonna enjoy every minute of it. I'm surprised, but also happy that it's that long because I feel like Marvel. It. I feel like this is gonna be a test to see yeah. if audiences are actually going to have patience. To sit down and watch something for two and a half hours yeah. that they have no investment in. And I think if it hits, then they're going to start doing whatever they want. Yeah. Like we talked a lot about last week, and that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Anyways, DC fandom was this weekend. I didn't watch really any trailer. Well done. I watched The Flash, and I know you, you were excited. I was going to say, spit it I, out. I only watched the <laughs> Batman trailer because I'm so excited for the Batman. I think it's going to be good. Hot take. Heard this somewhere else gonna have i don't know who it was so i can't give them the credit i don't think the riddler's the main villain i think there's a bigger bad i think there are signs of someone bigger behind the scenes oh the, the like two minute the two second clip where someone's behind bars is that what you're talking about no that that's the riddler yeah oh okay i'm thinking there's someone bigger behind it all and i think they're very like much hiding who it is well i don't know if this is do you know if this is going to be a trilogy like they yes said? they've already announced the second one good and uh, um, they're working on the third one i'm getting it like greenlit very very good i heard that they're making a penguin tv show they're making a gotham <laughs> tv show a gotham pd uh, this one will be a good one though Unlike the last Gotham show. Did you watch... Yeah, I was going to say, did you watch Gotham? Bad. I stuck with it as it was coming out. How dare you? For Well, I was 14 and... Don't were, give them money. I was 14 and they were giving me Batman content soon. True. <laughs> um, Bad Batman content. Yeah. I probably stopped about season three-ish. And uh, like a month or two ago, I was like, I wonder how this ever turned out. Hopped on Netflix, watched the last episode. Garbage. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, you can imagine. So bad. I was like, how? I don't know how they made the final episode of that so bad. Because I was like, I was watching it and I was like, there's so many opportunities for you to make something really, really good and like get like the, the like spine tingling feeling of like, you know, Batman's here now. And finally. then that's it. And then they, they just, they didn't. It was so bad. But now we have Rob Bat, Bat and Bat. Yes, Rob Bat, Battenson. Rob Bat, Bat and Bat. I'm so excited. And he uses a baseball bat in the trailer. Yeah, I'm... It's going to be so good. I'm probably... I don't know. I feel... I'm really scared because the last time I was this excited for a DC property was Joker, and I hated Joker. Joker was not as good as people think it is, but I have a feeling it's going to tie heavily into these films. I hope not. I I think that's the only way they can take these. I still can't believe they gave the Oscar to him for... That was not... That was was bad. (laughs) That was a horrible decision. yeah, Cloris, is there anything else you'd like to add? Cloris, you've been quiet for a minute because yeah. we've been nerding out. No. Say something. She just said no. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I feel like this will spark a discussion. Um, but if we wanted to wrap up, then I will uh, I'm no, say no, this, no, and then you are forced not to say anything. I watched, technically watched, uh, The Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. I, no. It's okay. Did you? Did... I did not watch the full thing. I pretty much just, it like, it was just kind of skip, 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 skip through. I was just kind of getting the rundown of it, but then, like, I based a movie doing mm-hmm. that. And I, yeah, I did not enjoy it. It made me feel gross. Yeah. And not in, like, a way, like, there's some movies that make me feel gross, but I'm, but I'm like, oh, it that was so gross. It was, it was so good. This was like, I feel gross. Feel icky. Yeah, the, I get that. Uh, yeah. The mistake of that movie is they tried to make you, the first 45 minutes was just so that you could try and empathize with the death of whoever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah, even her. remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, it was so that you could empathize with that. Yeah. And that's not in the mm-hmm. original. Mm-hmm. It's not in the comic. Yeah. And but the the last forty five minutes is really good. It's like a panel for panel adaptation of the the comic. The yeah. the like ambiguous ending. I quite liked that. That mm-hmm. was pretty neat. Um. But the things that I like really didn't like about it. Can't talk about it on the podcast. We can't mention <laughs> it. Yeah. Because yeah. we already know what we're we talking know. about. Yeah. Let's not talk about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw this weekend so the the long Halloween. It got split up into two parts. Mm-hmm. The animated Batman movie got yes. thrown onto HBO Max. So I'm gonna definitely gonna try and watch that because The Long Halloween is a really good. And I'm pretty sure that's what the Batman is based yeah, off of. It's yeah, it's it definitely Halloween like it. time. So. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the superhero news that came yes. this week real quickly before we ended. Woo-hoo. Thank you, Cloris. Yes, for thank joining you for us on. for being our first guest. Thank you. It was thank very you. fun to have you on. I am honored. <laughs> um. <laughs> I didn't do my homework, so I don't know what we're talking about next week. I assume Dune. Yeah, it'll be Dune. Um, I'm going to rip it to shreds. Even if it's good, it's going to be ripped to shreds. I can't believe that I'm... I will not respect this movie, ever. Um, But on that note, (laughs) thank you all for listening tonight. We're closing it out. Don't let Bryce thank you for it. Thank you all for listening tonight. This has been What's on Our Screen. Yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week.